Thank you all for tuning in to Vibrant Vernacular. This is Shawan. It's Azalei. And Pashas, good morning. Hey. Well, ladies, how y'all feeling? Fine. Woo! <laughs> Got a lot of stuff going on as usual, but we good over here. Well, I thank y'all for joining today. We're going to keep this short and sweet. Um, I'm sure unless you've been hiding under a rock, you know what? Uh, it's a lot going on. 2020 has uh, just shown its true colors. We'll put it that way. But today, our topic, um, we just want to visit, revisit the Will and Jada situation, but from a different perspective. Um, y'all cool with that? Yes, let's entangle it up. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. uh, we, we, I, I took a few notes, but I just wanted to, I'm going to throw out like a topic and I just want y'all to give your honest opinion. Like, keep in mind, we're talking about Will and Jada this morning. So if I say role models, what do y'all, like, do y'all consider them to be role models or how do y'all feel about that, them being role models? I don't. And why? <laughs> um, I just, and it could just be personal opinion. I've never really looked up to them to be like, oh, you know, they've paid, paved a way. I think mm-hmm. they've been an example of Black love. But as far as a role model and like, you know, someone, I guess I personally look up to or would, you know, recommend someone looking up to for guidance. Like, no, nah. I mean, they both had you know, amazing careers and done amazing things and been trailblazers, but no, I wouldn't say a role model. Okay. I would have to disagree to a certain extent. Um, As far as role models individually, I love Will. I think he is just like, (laughs) he's just awesome, like, in in how he thinks. Um, Like, certain, um, me and Shawan looked at fault versus responsibility and you know, like some of the stuff he says, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's pretty profound. But as a couple, no, they are definitely not couple goals based upon this situation. But I did look at them as role models, you know, uh, before this incident. Once I started hearing how weird they were, of course, that kind of kind of, you know, tainted my view of them. But I did see them as role models. Prior to this, um, I guess the tough thing is to separate people their personal lives in a sense. Yeah. yeah, and not only that, like people are human. We're all gonna make mistakes. We're all no one is ever perfect. But I just think how you handle things can make or break a situation. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, I um I don't know when I think, you know how we hear a lot of music and they're like, we want that Will and Jada love. I think at surface level, looking at it. Yeah, we all wanted that. Like the fact that they're still together. Yeah, that's that's great. But I would have to say, no, I would not consider them role models based on, you know, apart from the, the public perception, the public everything is like. Yeah, we all got issues, you know, so I feel like, yeah, I can't base anything. When I think of a role model, it's like, I want to be like that person or, you know, I want to, I don't know. Yeah. When it comes to the personal side, I guess the fact that we're even having this conversation lends, you know, to my reasoning of why I would say no, but Mm -hmm. we're all human. 
So the next thing I wanted to throw out there, um, the words open relationship. <laughs> what you got to say about that? Um, that wouldn't work Sleeping for me. That should be a topic for a whole nother day because that's like <laughs> a whole. Okay. Can't yeah. do it. But I would say, I think every relationship is personal. Mm-hmm. So my relationship with my husband is not going to be the same. It shouldn't be the same because we're two different people as Azalea and her. Yes. Or you and yours. You know, because. <laughs> <laughs> because we're all different right. individuals. So my pain threshold is going to be different from Adelaide's right. and yours. You know, so I just feel like we can't pigeonhole people unset relationship and this I can't. So that's you breaking up Pasha. Yeah. Yes. Can y'all yes. hear me better? Okay. So I just don't think you should pigeonhole every relationship to be the same like because the individuals aren't the same so the relationship not necessarily should be the same yes does that makes sense it does and I would agree with that okay uh, me personally it just wouldn't work for me because I'm kind of territorial so like once I claim you I don't feel like anybody else should be claiming you at all and I don't <laughs> like to share like oh, so me too I mean cookies candies people like I ain't really trying to share unless like I really like you and mm. there ain't nobody I really like like that to be sharing my man. So uh-huh. I don't think I don't think I can share. I knew somebody was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> like I just can't. Like like you said, as a lady, like candy, cookies, donuts eventually, and y'all know I love cake. So <laughs> yeah. it's a tough call if I'm gonna share my cake with you. But I just can't yeah. share body parts. Like I just <laughs> I just don't know about that. I don't care how much you wrap it up in today's world. Things crawl Ooh. over them things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, ah, you got COVID yeah, and ah. STDs now. Yeah. No, you ain't, ain't doing Thank all that. You. And you know, you. my mom, Thank my mom you. used to say, "Age don't know nobody's name." So it's like y'all playing with fire. You know, at some point mm-hmm. when you say the open relationship, like. I think that's something that somebody would propose or bring up just so they can do their dirt and feel, you know, justified or confident about doing it. Um, I do know it's so funny. A lot of people are in open relationships and don't even know it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Yeah. But I just feel like, um, yeah, it sounds good until your feelings get hurt. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it's like, we don't know who suggested that for them. But you know, maybe it was a mutual thing, but I think somebody's gonna get hurt at the end. So, and I think if you well, do that, said, well, okay, go sorry, I was just gonna sorry, say, I think if you do that, it it's like a set of rules. I know somebody that used to do that. I don't, I'm no longer like acquainted with them, so I don't know what they do, but like uh-huh. there were rules that they had like established. It was like, hey, I can't contact this person individually. Well, maybe it was more so because they were hooking up. Maybe that's not really open relationship. So never mind. Mm-hmm. So to be honest with you, so I did see another interview that Will did, and he was saying how him and Jada went to see Ruby D and Ozzy Davis, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. had an open relationship. So they actually did talk to them, um, but he was he didn't make it seem like that's what they talked to him talked to them about. But he said they went to talk to them about their relationship. And um, 
I know from what I heard, of course, I don't know Ruby D and Ozzy personally, and um, rest in peace to both, but I know that they were proponents of open relationship, you know, so I feel like like T-Pain, I always bring back to T-Pain, I don't know why, but you know, him and his wife, they do bring people along, women along in their relationship, I think just for sexual purposes, but I'm not quite sure, so don't quote me, but that's what works for them. Yeah. So that's why I said for me, I'm with you as a lay. I just wouldn't be something that would work for me. But if it works for you, who am I to judge? And if Ozzy Davis and Ruby D were married for, for that long, you know, until their death, you know, he died first and, you know, she proceeded. But if that worked for them, then it worked for them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just quick for question. Me, I couldn't do it. Do y'all think open relationship always has to include like the sexual? No, that's what, no. And I say that because not to like keep talking and not letting allow, allowing y'all to talk. But when I look at it for females, like I've had conversations with other friends, you know, and what women's sex is a big deal. You know, it's a part of a relationship, but we are companionship. A lot of my friends, not everybody, but we are companionship people so I like going I mean I may say I don't like going on dates but I like going on dates with one person not random people but I like those types of things you know what I'm saying so like for me if an open relationship wouldn't be about sex it would be about the companionship aspect of things well I just wanted yeah I've, I've thought about this so many times so many different ways and I'm not sure if I even answered the what I put out there about the open relationship, I feel like what you just said was excellent to bring up as a lay because I always say if the money was right, then I wouldn't be so pressed about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just do whatever you feel like doing and your household is suffering. So if I was in a position where, okay, I got everything I need, like financially, even if... (laughs) This sounds so horrible. If we gonna have this open relationship, like break me off first, you know, then go do your dirt, you know. But I'm just like, <laughs> that doesn't make it right. But at the same time, I just feel I have to be okay. The household has to be okay. You go do whatever the hell you want to do, you know, because I feel like human behavior is unpredictable. You can't control nobody. They're gonna say whatever they want to say when they're in your face. I think this is why I'm not in a relationship, but um just no matter what, it's like, it's almost inevitable. Like, that, I won't even say men cheat, people cheat. So, mm-hmm. yeah. As long as the money's right, I think we can work on everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Make it rain. <laughs> yeah. And keep you quiet. I, I don't know. I just, I'm, so, as like, I'm selfish as shit. Like, I, I can't. And, it's I, only... and it probably is my daddy issues. That yeah. I cannot, like, I have to feel important. And I feel like if I let you have other women, even though I'm not going to do it intentionally because I think yeah. I'm the bomb, but I am going to compare myself, like, why is he with her? Subconsciously. Like, what does she have that I don't? You know what I'm saying? Those types of emotions I know will will come up, you know? Right. Yeah, because I feel like, t- for me, maybe, like, jealousy would seep in. Because I may get to a mm-hmm. point where, like, okay, we're in an open relationship, but I feel like he's spending, like, way more time with her. <laughs> yes. But, like, we exactly. married. So, like, what they doing? Where they going? And then I don't want to be crazier than I already am. And then I'm, like, you know, stalking her, showing up to their dates. 
like tripping when I'm like, okay, I already know, you know, what this is about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, I'm treating her like a side hoe when I shouldn't be because I agree to this setup. But now I'm getting jealous because, you know, it's less attention for me or I wanted to go here that weekend, but she asked first. That's Mm -hmm. the type of shit I ain't got time for. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, and that's what the first thing. Even if we both decided to go like on a like uh you know going to the park setting up a blanket and eating food, <laughs> if she got pepper jack cheese and I got cheddar, but I wanted pepper jack that day. Girl. That's not fair that she got pepper jack and I didn't. You know, or he show up with her favorite wine and not yes. yours. Yeah, you know, like and that's petty as crap. But I yes. know I would be. Oh, so you bought. Me red? Why you think? Are you breaking up, Ashes? How did you get me red? Why you get me the color of blood? That don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? And it's and rubies on my damn on birthstone. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sitting here fussing over something and and whatever the pink color gem is is hers, and I'm fussing about that. Like I know I would be that person. And then he getting mad because he's like, "Yo, you tripping? We already talked about this because you know how they like to do." Keep we already talked about this. <laughs> wow, this how you acting? Stuff like that. I don't. I don't even have time. Just it, it's your fault. But uh, what? Well, not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> All your fault. Not wrong for feeling that. Yeah, girl. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're gonna definitely revisit that fatherless. Yes. And um, the next thing I want to throw out there is the predator versus prey aspect. Um. Talking about Ooh. Will and Jada, the thing that made me write this part down, Predator and Prey, is like one of the things that was clearly said is that the boy was sick. <laughs> like if he was sick, it almost seems like he was taken advantage of at some point <laughs> for his age, his, um, I don't know, was he frail? I don't know. But do y'all think that <laughs> Jada is Predator in this situation? So yeah, I do. Absolutely. Oh, this is so sad. And I'm just like, why are we laughing? But I guess it's just like, damn, that's what we doing. You know, if somebody comes to you and they're hurting or they're not at a hundred percent, like at what point do you just dive in? I guess they they nursed him back to health, and then it was open season. Like I don't know how. Yeah, but y'all say yes. So, I mean, I, guess- I think this showed like a big old double standard yes. in life that we yes. have, because mm-hmm. if this was Will, even after him admitting to it, it still would have been tabloids for days. Oh, Not yeah. to be funny, it seems like Jada has talked about it. People are having discussions about it. I don't really see in her being a tabloid or it really, I mean, I heard he has a song coming out called Entanglements, like that dropped last night, but... <laughs> Somebody other than that, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm with you as a Other than that, I think that's the the messed up. Part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree. So I like how we're kind of calling her and out, I feel like, saying that yeah, she in essence kind of was. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Pesh? I, I fe- oh, I was, I'm sorry to keep cutting you off as a lady. I feel like with her situation, to be honest with you, I feel like because she has the red table talk and people look at her a certain way. Um, that she gets a pass to some people, mm. and like, of course, 
you know, people don't want their ideal of how situations are to be tarnished. You know what I'm saying? So like we were talking about in the beginning, like they were goals to certain people, you know, and because of that, you look past that characteristic of her in order to uh, allow her to do what she did. You know what I'm saying? But if it weren't, will he would be crucified mm-hmm. to a certain extent but because she is like on this mental health kick trying to help people that you over you you look past her shortcomings to say but overall she's a good person mm. she is a predator you know what i'm saying like she has not healed so you can't like charlamagne the guy i sent you guys a youtube video where um the breakfast club when they were talking about it and as much as I disagree with Charlemagne the God a lot of times, he was very on point when he talked about her. Like he was very on point on how he was saying how how do you have a red table where you have people to come lay it on the line and be truthful and you weren't truthful at first and you you are clearly have mm-hmm. not healed. That's what she I want to not healed. So how can you help people and you have not yeah. Yeah. That was yourself? my but you did help yourself. Yeah, it's, it's very selfish. Yeah. It's very <laughs> selfish. And for me, yeah, that was a big thing when she said um, it felt good to help somebody else heal. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of uh, get it twisted because you're doing a great thing. You know, they said he needed resources. He needed all this stuff to get well. And it's like you're so busy helping somebody else that you don't help yourself or, or some people don't even feel that. <laughs> they need the help. And I think that's, I'm equally as guilty sometimes, you know, like, so Mm -hmm. the social worker in me, you know, wants to save the world. And it's like, wait, I'm not okay. You know, (laughs) let me take a day or two to get myself together and then go back out there and do, you know, what I'm, whatever it is I'm trying to do. So for her, yeah, it helped. It felt great. And a lot of times, you know, Money can't make it better. You know, I know everybody likes to think if I just had this, or if I had that, all the money in the world can't help your soul and your mind when it's in the wrong place. You know, mm-hmm. so I just feel, yeah, you got to heal, heal yourself and help yourself before you can um, successfully help and heal somebody else. So to say that it was, I guess, the um, the next thing I wanted to bring up was public perception. And um, the whole part of the interview with Will and Jada that aggravated the hell out of me is when they fist bumped, they literally fist bumped each other and said bad marriage for life. Like what, at what point do you, and laughing that little fake, like sarcastic, dumb laugh that each of them had was just like, y'all ain't fooling nobody. Bad marriage for life. Who the fuck wants to stay in a bad marriage for for, for life? Like why? You miserable, he miserable, but y'all together. Like, are you staying for the kids? Because the kids are grown. And I've heard a lot of people use the term weird, you know. (laughs) The kids are weird. They're different, yes. But for me, I just feel like you can't say you stand together for your kids because they already grown, basically. Um, I don't know. I just think for public perception, that was the wrong message to send to people. Uh, We in this for life. And it's clearly not working for either one of you. But you're going to just sit in it and stay in it so what y'all about the public perception I think sometimes celebrities marriages are business arrangements Mm. yep like sometimes once you get too far into the money too far into 
the things you have, the commitments you've made, it becomes a business. It no longer mm-hmm. becomes a marriage. So I think you have to operate it, like I feel like that with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Mm. I feel like yes, there's so thank you. much money there. And it's so many things that are, I have to use the word entangled, but it's so many <laughs> things entangled there and so many just partnerships and so much to lose, to be honest, and it could get super nasty if they went their separate ways. So they, in essence, have to operate like a business first. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes I think, and this is just, again, my opinion, sometimes Mm -hmm. I think love follows next. I think it may have started out as love, but once things, you know, get bigger, better, transpire, it becomes a business and you may lose sight of love. You may lose sight of emotion, but then you start to operate on a business. And then I think love and all that kind of follows later. So I think when they say bad marriage for life, in essence, that works for them. They'll Mm -hmm. figure that part out in the meantime, but we have other great things that we've partnered with to kind Mm -hmm. of outshine that. That makes a lot of sense. You said it, you hit the nail on the head as as usual. Um, I think that's the big, the biggest piece of the puzzle is, honestly, I feel like we look at celebrities as gods. Mm-hmm. We look at them as larger than life. This is how I want to live my life. So that way I can attain what they've obtained. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I can reach the pinnacle of where they are. But we don't understand that they are human. They have the same human emotions and needs as we do. So when they do mess up, then, you know, now we got cancel culture. Now we got all of these things that we we put in the place to say, okay, Willa Jada, you cannot be human at all. You know, <laughs> Because yeah. if you're human and you make a mistake, now we're all on you. And we're you holding know? you for the rest we're of your life. You. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I I strongly agree with the fact that once you become a certain celebrity or a ce- certain celebrity status and you obtain a certain amount of wealth and you obtain wealth together, even if you had it individually before you guys got together, but collectively you're worth more money. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to, to bring something else in the picture, I was talking to my husband about Aisha Curry and Steph Curry. And you mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. she was on this show and she was talking with his family and about, yeah, I want people to be in my DMs. She said something similar to that as well. She mm-hmm. wanted she right? Wanted yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So my husband's big thing was, oh my God, why did she get on national TV? And she said that, that is so embarrassing. I couldn't be with somebody that did that. Da, 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 da. And then he was like, did she realize that she's messing up their brand? And that was his big thing. Like, he just could not get off the fact that her saying that is messing up their brand. And I'm like, it's not that serious. But then he thought about it. He Then it made sense. I understood it from a business perspective, not a relationship perspective. Mm-hmm. He's like, like, what if they wanted to give them a Black Love series? And now she's saying this. It's making it seem like he's not doing his job as a husband. And it, mm. it made sense, but it I didn't agree with it, but it made sense. And as a lady, that's kind of like what you're saying. As mm-hmm. they are a business, as a couple, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. what she does and what he does individually affects the whole unit, yeah. not and just we, them separately. When you just mentioned um, what your husband said, like 
it makes people believe, I guess that lends to public perception too. It makes people believe that he's not doing his job as a husband. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like on a whole personal level, it, for her to make that statement, it came from a place of maybe she felt like there was a lack somewhere or maybe she wasn't getting that attention that she wanted or, or if, I don't know, it, it's kind of weird, but not doing his job as a husband, it just makes me feel like, does she feel that he's not doing something, you know, or does she, you know, I guess everybody still wants to feel wanted, you know, even if they can't have her, it's like, damn, where y'all let y'all ain't even trying to holler, you know, (laughs) maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just thought about it from a lot of different perspectives. Like maybe she feels that he could step it up. You know how some people say, even though we're married, you should still date me, you know, like the, the little stuff that kind of keeps it spicy but I can see how he could be busy or whatever. But uh, moving right along, uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you guys about, okay, um, one of the things that I did notice, and I think I've talked to so many people about this, it's crazy. Um, the look on Will's face, like during the interview, um, a lot of people say there was hurt there. You know, there was like, he was genuinely like, I, I think I would have been mad, first of all. Um, what I wrote down was he was willing to stay and work it out. Like, this was one of them times where it's like, uh-uh, I got to go now. You know what I'm saying? You didn't put us out here. I'm at, I'm at the house trying to mind my business. And you didn't drug me into your entanglement, you know? But <laughs> the one thing I was thinking, like, do you feel that there is room for reconciliation in terms of like growth and change at this point? Like if you've been with somebody for damn near 30 years, 25 years or whatever, and it's like, can we still grow together? Can we even change? Does anybody want to change at this point? Are you damn near 50 or 50? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want to change? How do y'all feel about reconciliation as far as growth and change is concerned? Can they come back from this, bounce back? So I'm going to back up to his facial expression real quick. Um, (laughs) I think he was irritated, I would say. And Mm -hmm. I don't really think sad because like they said, this had this like been happened. So it's nothing new or like recent, I should say. Mm -hmm. But I think he's overall irritated because let's be honest, Will has done his dirt too. It's just, it's been on the low. And I think what he was irritated about is the fact that this had come to light and they are having to discuss it mm-hmm. because in essence, Hey, this is the agreement we made. They should have had his ass sign out. What do you call it? Non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. And they just, you know, move on with life. I think he's irritated that he even has to talk about it and explain it in front of the world when this was a personal decision that they, I guess, agreed to behind closed doors. Like we had discussed before we did the podcast before, I just think August was too much in their business, Like he was there for help. So uh, that's what you should be, should have been getting help, not yeah. necessarily, you know, intertwining everything that's going on, you know, like, I, I don't know, I don't get it. But um, your last question, I think that long, uh, I hate to say it, I guess you're just in it for the long haul. Like who wants to start over after like 30, 40, 50 years of marriage? I think at that point too, as well, you know, your partner and you've kind of learned certain ways to kind of communicate and get over things. So in their case, I think 
they've had reconciliation because how they started it out, they were just like, yo, I was about to be done with your ass. Yeah. So I guess they found, you know, other ways to figure it out. So I, I don't know. Kudos to the Smiths. I just don't know. So my two cents on the whole situation is I love going after Ashley because she does exactly what I was going to say. Like it. So I don't have to really like late. reopen that they stuff, late. you know. But I would say I think my, my issue with it is I feel like August was a female in the situation. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he acted just like a yeah. woman. Scorned like, woman. <laughs> when it, yeah, like he was a scorned female. Like he probably... He probably was had entanglements with Jada in his mind when he, oh, he was younger. Time. You know what I'm probably. saying? So now he's a grown man and he's getting help and a side of the pussy. Oh snap! You know what I'm saying? Like, where do you get that at? You know what I'm saying? Like, I and I feel it. like as a woman scorned, he wanted to speak his truth and kind of throw them under the bus because he was hurt. You know. <laughs> And I feel like with Will and Jada, like you were saying, Ezele, this is not their first rodeo. Right. But she just picked the wrong, like they say, you picked the wrong one. Yep. That's exactly what she did. You know, she picked the wrong one. I mean, she just picked the wrong one. Like at at the end of the day, she picked somebody who's not older, like we are, that could probably know that he's getting a good deal. I'm getting a female, no attachments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But because he was hurt and he was healed, he looked at her differently. Mm. Like he actually in my brain wanted a relationship with her, Mm. not just relations. Mm. Like he didn't just want an entanglement. He thought this was going to be his, I'm staying at this house now. You know what I'm saying? That type of situation. (laughs) But he didn't understand how they operated. Like we all have heard inklings of how they were, you know, as a couple, Mm -hmm. like filtered through the years. Um, But I didn't believe it, you know, because I'm not in that circle. I'm just hearing rumors. So I don't know how it really is. And I feel like Will was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she was somewhat embarrassed too, because she couldn't even tell, she couldn't even be outright and forthcoming, even in that situation, knowing that they had that many years. For her to even use the word entanglement, it takes that was like off of her. It's almost like I got caught exactly, up. Mm-hmm. exactly. It was like she couldn't accept the responsibility for mm-hmm. what she had done. So, and this is her talking to her husband that she's been with for over twenty five years, and they've been through this before. You would think she would have been comfortable enough to just be honest and say, "Yo, I got caught up. Me and August had a relationship. We were having relations, and mm-hmm. things just went left." You know what I'm saying? For him. Because it's apparent that it didn't go left for her. Yeah. You know? And, and I felt like him. he was embarrassed, you know, that he had to come on national Facebook live TV <laughs> and, and face, you know, the public for her transgressions. Mm. You know? Yeah. So that's but what That brings me to my next thing. And um, one of the things that she said was that he made her feel good. And oh my God, she was she was telling her husband that she didn't think he was capable of loving her. So for me, I put that, you know, she was very insecure. And 
in relationships, we all come with a certain level of vulnerability. So I just want to like, do y'all, how do you address that vulnerability that we all feel sometimes? Like it could have been before Will even did anything that we consider wrong or however it, you know, came undone, you know, in the beginning. How can we give people advice to deal with those insecurities? Like she said, she didn't think he was capable of loving her the way she needed to be loved. So it's like, I don't think you can, I never thought you could. Like, did you give him a chance? You know what I'm saying? Like, what would you tell people who have a problem being vulnerable in relationship? That's not a vulnerability point blank period. That's an mm-hmm. insecurity. Those are two different things. That's first and foremost. Um, how I feel about it is we all, like you said, come with a certain level of insecurity. Uh-huh. So vulnerability to me is allowing yourself to allow someone else into your circumference. Insecurity means that I already have hangups. I already have things that are already wrong with mm. me that I'm aware of, but I'm bringing that unhealedness mm. to a relationship. That's the difference okay. to me. So as far as work play kind of, Yes, under my feet. The whole word. When it comes down to it, exactly. It's and it's and I don't and I'm not like a a person that deals with words that that deeply, but I just that kind of got me. But we all come into a relationship, even with friends, with insecurities. So you know, it's certain aspects of me that you know my friends have to deal with. They know I'm not like oh let's get together every weekend and hang out yeah. I'm not I'll call you every day yeah. that's me yeah. that's just just me you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so when it came to her and Will my problem with all of us and this is all of us me included we don't talk yeah to our partners like I had a conversation with one of my good friends we went to the gym on Saturday and we were like griping a little bit about our relationship mm-hmm. I asked her I said because we were talking about finances and I asked her I said when you and your husband got together, did you guys talk about finances before you got married? Mm. She's like, no. I said, did you talk about goals before you got married? She said, no. Mm. I never talked about those things either. Azalea is a rare gem. You know what I'm saying? Because we had this conversation before and she literally asked those types of questions. But Jada and Will were like 1920-ish, I think, when Mm. they got together. They, mm-hmm. Even though they're rich and famous and all of that stuff at that time, I'm pretty sure they didn't have those conversations with each other. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. We don't talk about families. Like, I'll tell him that I grew up with just my mom, but we don't dig, dig deep and see, okay, what does that mean exactly? Like, how is she going to be in this relationship based upon the fact she just had, she didn't have her dad? You know what I'm saying? Those types of insecurities mm-hmm. and also past relationships. We bring yeah. past relationships if we were hurt into a new relationship, but mm-hmm. we don't talk about that in the beginning. That's true. And that's, that that's true. what I'm saying. So like her and Will, even though they've been married for 25 years, they probably did not have those conversations in the beginning. And who thinks that them as autocorrect towards the end? Mm-hmm. You don't think they're affecting you, especially if you think you're doing good in life. You're right. not thinking, oh, my, my deadlessness is hurting me now. You know what I'm saying? Not not mm-hmm. everybody does that. Like, until it's brought to your attention, you may yeah. not feel it as a problem. And that statement that she made, I want it to just feel good. She got daddy issues, period. Yeah. You know? She doesn't yeah. understand that, you know? 
So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Thank you for clearing that part up, you know, the vulnerable versus the insecure, because for me, I was thinking when I chose those two words, it's like, <clears throat> yes, we all have insecurities, but to put aside my insecurity makes me vulnerable. And, and I feel like I get shitted on every time because I allow myself to be vulnerable, to let go of my hangups and give like, you know what I'm saying? Give the mm -hmm. benefit doubt or you know so mm -hmm. slate and it's like damn you know because I'm not trying to base this new situation on the 14 mm -hmm. years of hell that I was you know in most of the time in a marriage it's like damn when I try to let go of all that insecurity I make myself so vulnerable that it's like oh my god like am I stupid you know like I just <laughs> I wrestle with that on a daily basis it sounds like and the quality of people you're deciding to give that to so girl please take that that's in consideration you know yeah. what I'm saying like when I say that we don't have those conversations yeah if you had this conversation if you really wrote down the guys that you were giving this vulnerability to they didn't and deserve you wrote they didn't deserve it in the first place. So don't, don't, uh, don't, you know, like count everything. Mad. Yeah. Them. And don't look at vulnerability and say, Oh man, I gave my vulnerability away. I thought I was going to be vulnerable in this situation. And that person didn't deserve it in the first place. You know, yeah. you can't get mad at the word or the definition when you are doing that action. with a person that yeah. didn't, yeah, that didn't deserve you not not necessarily just your vulnerability they didn't deserve you period the yeah, person and, who you are you know yeah having to argue like a, a dumbass argument with somebody that was one of the things it was like it's your fault like yeah all this is my fault I put myself in this situation because I didn't check the quality of the person like you you don't even deserve my eye contact you know what I'm saying so yeah that makes sense to me some people can be manipulative to not to get all off subject, but some people yeah. can be manipulative with your vulnerability. That's true. I've seen it where you can kind of let your guard down. You think this person is like genuine mm -hmm. and then they take that and use it, you know, to their advantage, especially mm -hmm. if you're by nature, which yes. me and you sound up. Well, all of us, I should say, are yeah. givers. Yes. So yep. it, in actuality, people can sense that. And if they get a hold of that, whether good intentions or not, mm -hmm. you know, they'll take advantage of that. And that's kind of the hard part to stop yeah. because in essence, that's who you are as a per yeah. person. You're naturally a nice person and a giver, but sometimes you just got to give somebody the finger <laughs> and <laughs> give yourself that love a day because oh these people will have you stalking and shooting windows out I'm just saying let me tell y'all me I'm a lover of love y'all even <laughs> though I may sound like I'm like hardcore but I'm not I'm like a big mushy cancer you know and my birthday is in a couple of days um just hey. like you know. um but anyway so I was looking at this show married at first sight I was looking <laughs> oh at the God. last season right funny y'all leave me alone don't judge me don't judge me <laughs> So I'm looking at this show, right? And they had this couple up there. Mind you, these couple, they were in Charlotte. <clears throat> they went through this vigorous interviewing process. These three experts, a pastor, um, a psychologist, um, a sociologist, I apologize, and also a, a marriage and family therapist. And she's also a sex therapist, right? So they went through this whole screening process. 
and they picked out the couples that were going to be married at first sight. And this lends to what y'all were saying as far as, you know, people would take advantage of it. So the people that signed up, they agreed to be married at first sight. So the first time they met these people, they were getting married. They were walking down the aisle. Pretty neat concept. Just kind of like arranged marriage, right? So there was this one couple. This guy was a professional basketball player. And he played overseas, not somebody that we've ever heard of, first and foremost. (laughs) So he went on the show supposedly to get married at first sight. But when you look at it, he used this girl. You know what I'm saying? For his own personal gain. He played on the vulnerability of the show. So when I say he used her... So when you look at the show, you're going to see that it's apparent that he was there for his own personal benefit. Like mm-hmm. he seemed like he was on the show to be seen. His oh. professional basketball career days were over. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So he's trying to find something else to do since he's not <laughs> going to be playing or doesn't want to play basketball overseas. So the whole premise of the show was people were going up there to be married. They wanted to find their forever husband. Okay. He left home one night, didn't come back home, didn't call, didn't text. And like when the cameras were on, he would say exactly what was needed. I'm so sorry for doing, I'm going to try better. I'm going to do better. Try these. Girl, that's what I'm saying. So like when you say, and she was just like us, like she was literally really there to find her forever husband. But he utilized that situation to his advantage. So you know can they saying? say no on the show? Also, like when they yes, meet? they can say oh, no okay. after eight weeks. Oh, but they have to get a divorce. That's freaking crazy. I'm just like I, I'm trying, I'm to, trying to go up there. In that situation. I, honestly, if it were me, I don't think it would be a bad thing to do because, like, they <laughs> went through like a lot of of you know trials and tribulations. And, like, they had the experts. They had counselors that were part of the show that met with them every week. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, honestly, if I could do that, I would love to be a matchmaker to do something like that. I think it you would be. You got like two that. people right here Coolest that you could start. Wow. Like, I can't even talk. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> Really, yeah, I, I see myself in that. Like, but it's just the, the vulnerability once again because you don't know if it's gonna work out. But yes, you're, but you're least. going into it with. Think about it. A lot of people, girl, y'all, we talk about everything but Will and Jada. But yep. so a lot of people, <laughs> when I say when we all go into relationships, especially when we're younger, right? Mm-hmm. Our goal is to have fun. A lot of times at a young age, like the seriousness of a relationship is not that serious. That's why we don't do screening. And then also we don't know how to screen if we haven't seen a successful relationship. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. with this show, you know what you're going into the show to do. There's a totally different set of rules and guidelines and people are helping you along the way. Coaches and these mentors that are already screening these people. Now people are people. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, Azale, it's going to lend to them being who they are in the beginning mm. to get the output that you all are looking for, right? So yeah. if I'm going through all of these rigorous tests, and I know this person is going through all of these rigorous tests in order to make us the best match for each other, and this is what I really want to do, why wouldn't it be successful? 
if you're utilizing the tools that you're given other than you're not going up there for that purpose. You yeah, know, if you have a hidden agenda, then it won't exactly, work. exactly. Okay. But I thought it was the coolest concept. Like, honestly speaking, I just thought it was just, to me, it's just, you're falling in love with a person at that point because you are really being vulnerable at that point. And you'll see, if you look at the show, y'all, it's, it was a really, this season that I looked at, which was season nine. So if y'all go mm. up and look at it, it was really interesting. Like they send them on a honeymoon after the wedding. Like mm. literally, like it was like, very very like they went on a honeymoon after they got married and then they had eight weeks with that person they had to live they moved into an apartment with that person like it was like really like they really like put them in the best position to be successful and you'll see them go through ups and downs because they don't know these people so I imagine sex and you know what I'm saying all of that stuff comes up because you know, we just got married. Are we having sex the first night? And yeah. I want y'all to look at it because I want to talk about that aspect of it too. But it was just very, very well put together. So to bring this all back on the Will and Jada thing, <laughs> um, when it comes to those types of things, as far as screening is a big thing uh -huh. for me, like which I didn't do because I was young. I didn't, I didn't know to ask these questions. But mm -hmm. I feel like even after 25 years, if you ain't got it right, hmm. with you as a lay, I'm probably gonna be in it for the long haul at this point. We're gonna mm -hmm. have to figure it out. Like we're gonna have to go to counseling, whatever we gotta do to figure it out, because it's gonna be tough to get out of my entanglement. Oh, did you want to say something, Azalyn? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So I just like girl, I yeah, we really I think that was helpful to hear. Um, and it just, it just made me think like the whole time you were talking passions, I'm just literally trying to put myself in that situation, you know, <laughs> like really trying to imagine what that would be like for me. Um, but I just wanted, like, I did have some things I wanted to say real quick. I guess this could come under food for thought because, um, one thing that I just know, you know, at having gone through a divorce, gone through the entanglements on his side of my side, you know, um, I just feel like one of the things that I always say um, to not make myself to appear to be a total angel is um, with everybody. You have to think about what did you contribute to the downfall? You know, for me, it was a divorce. I can't say my husband did everything wrong and I was great and I'm the victim, you know, but at the same time, when people look at what they contributed to things going left or going the wrong way, it kind of helps you to kind of not have mercy on the other person, but kind of see them more in a human light where mm -hmm. we're not, you know, we're definitely not perfect. And also, um, I don't know why I wrote this, the steps to finding a new mate, like, um, you know, that's something like it's apparent that a lot of people don't even want to go through that. Like, you know, when it's time to find a new job, like it takes so much energy to, yeah. to, think and to start over. So people don't want to do that. But the number one thing I recommend, um, I went to Florida State, go Florida hey. State. One of the, the best classes I took was interviewing and recording. Um, it was I find myself doing that a lot when I meet somebody, you know, and if you got to ask their damn credit score, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a way, you know, 
I try not to Google people um, that much. So <laughs> my interviewing and recording gives them a chance to tell me what they want me to know, you know, and a lot of times it's just if you don't interview that person, if you don't take note of the answers, the responses, uh, you got to have this, these interviews face to face so you can see their facial expressions. You get mm -hmm. mad, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm asking you about your past or when it comes, my thing is the finances. You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, a lot of stuff is negotiable, but the financial side is not for me, you know, and I think that that will separate a lot of people, you know, <laughs> if the, the financial side doesn't justify or add up you know and it's like yeah. both of us be in a bad predicament all the time you know so I think just getting to know somebody before you cross that line you know if you interview them and you know remember their responses you may not want to be with them but yeah choosing a mate I think that's what it boils down to making sure you choose the right person for you Yes. Um, let's see. Food for thought. Like Charlemagne always says, vintage vagina always wins. Um, <laughs> Never heard that one. Hey. I love it. Yeah, he always be talking about that. Like Holly Berry, Nia Long, he'd be like, that's a vintage vagina. Yeah. So, you know, just know the older you get, the better your stuff gets, apparently. Hey. And <laughs> um <laughs> Kind of like we all talked about. I mean, each relationship is different. What's going to work for y'all is not going to work for me and vice versa. And nothing's wrong with that. I think sometimes mm -hmm. we just tend to judge because it's not the traditional way. Be like, oh, yep. that's weird. Yeah, it is weird, yep. but that's your weird. So, you know, it may work for you. So I think kind of to tie in both you guys' points, pick a partner that, you know, agrees with your type of lifestyle and mm -hmm. then do what works best for y'all's relationship. Amen. Yeah. Now make sure that you and them are open to growth. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of times we'll dismiss something <clears throat> and we're not seeing it fully through. Like, um, and just be open to just new experiences which is not me you know what I'm saying so I'm learning that slowly but surely just to be open yeah. to it so like Jawan you just hit home with the you know scared to you know go out for new jobs and new yeah. relationships and like I said I'd be in it for the long haul because I don't want to have to interview like I don't want yeah. to do that y'all you know what I'm saying Maybe I don't want to have to like Go through the random ass dating. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, golly, you know, I got to go through this. What's your favorite you color shit? You know, like, I'm I just hate it. Help like, us. yo. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it, that's hard for me. So I'm saying be open to it and I'm learning to do that myself. So I think that's like a wonderful message. And also ask the right questions to get the yes. right answers. Yes, yes, because so. um, yeah, the last thing I thought I had two more things, but um, try to, I put they try to be their best at the marriage, like you know, I, I say never stop trying, you know, what I'm saying if you know there's an area where you lack in or you you're prone to entanglements, it's like how can I not go that route no more, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like shit just keep happening. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but at the same time my number one thing that I want to stress is be real with yourself if you go home every night and you're miserable you're not doing anybody any good you know what I'm saying because you want to save face and I just think that I want 
more people to be real with themselves because you can save yourself a lot of heartache if if you if your entanglement ain't working. That's all I'm gonna say. Entangle these. Hello. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. I think this was very great and therapeutic as always for me. So thank you. Uh, one more thing, since uh-huh. um Pashish, your desire or your one of your hobbies is like matchmaker. Again, yes. Shawan and I are good yes. practice points um, for your skills. Okay? Say that. Thanks. You guys know I would love to do that. Y'all y'all know. That would just like be totally outside of the box. And y'all know I'm going to drill the hell out of people for my friends. You know, I'm, I'm all for game. it, yo. Like, yeah, me too. There. <laughs> As late, don't even. No, 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 no. no. Y'all, passions no. be extra sometimes, though. <laughs> Choosing random people. She know I would never talk to <laughs> just the hype of the situation for her to get practice. Then what's gonna no. make me mad is probably the person be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I'd be down to meet her," and then I'm gonna have to fry him because I'd be like, "No, this ain't even this ain't it." She was playing. This girl posted something. She was like, "Look at you and look at me. Make sure it makes sense." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make it make sense. <laughs> Like if he is like four foot nine or looking real crazy, we gonna send you to people. You she be like, oh look at him, the trash man. He's working. Let's just, let's have a conversation with him. Okay, hey, you're doing me so wrong here. Not I need you to allow myself to be abused like this. First of all, I need you to you can practice on us, but you're gonna have to YouTube some skills because that ain't it. I was looking through Instagram and I was like, maybe we should send her the picture and be like, see if this one is available or Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I got somebody in mind. I'm about to have you stalk him. Oh, oh yes, yes, that's what I want to do. Like no, maybe our approach. Where's is the right? love? Y'all don't love me. Y'all don't love me like y'all say y'all do. Y'all do if we really go you make sure we good. Like we uh, okay. Well, y'all know I don't mind having difficult conversations. Okay, I don't <gasps> mind it at all. You know, it's part of it's part of what I do on a regular basis. Yeah, <laughs> having a conversation is not hard. <laughs> This is so crazy. It's in my way. I'm, God, y'all get on my nerves. Just so we just made ourselves vulnerable on national what radio podcast airwaves. Or... Yes. <laughs> but let me let y'all know. I'm trying to date my friends. I'm not no push and I'm not nice. So Hello. just understand that. I don't play that game. When it comes to my friends, they're my friends and I love them. So if I love <laughs> yeah. them, Amen. Like, these my babies. And ain't nobody finna touch me. Uh, yeah. We were on a Zoom call. I think it was like our like me, Pashis, and the people, some of the girls we went to college with, like our circle. And um we had like somebody, okay, my friend Sean, and he was in the the what was it? The Zoom, yeah, some kind of way. Yeah. And Pashis was like, tell him get his ass out the way. Like it's just like <laughs> Just like, what the hell is he doing? Like, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, <laughs> and the look was like, I hate her. You know, like he didn't say that. But <laughs> like, why did she say? You know, it was so funny. Just she's just whatever she's thinking. I think it's gonna come out. So, <laughs> so, 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 and 
And so, what is he going to say? That's what I want to know. Shoot. <laughs> well, oh, I'd just like to give y'all closing thoughts. Today's the 19th. My birthday is the 21st. <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> just in case, just in case y'all didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I heard you. Like I was. Yeah. I'm gonna have you. Like we're gonna have virtual drinks. So yeah. <laughs> As to lay you down for a virtual drink. Sure. Party. Okay. Sure. Like a plan. Trying to do something creative and crazy, but I'm a procrastinator. So yeah. We love yeah. you. You know, my birthday's on the 21st, not the 22nd. So don't try to virtually drink with me on the 22nd because I'm going to be pretty upset that we didn't do it on the 22nd before. Oh, we can so do it. Like, yeah, the 21st is going to be popping. Look, that's the... Okay. FYI. Y'all know. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll help with y'all later. Thank y'all. Talk to you Bye. soon. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>